you are about to enjoy an It Takes Three Network podcast. Like everything on the Upper East Side, high school graduation is done a little differently. Who needs pomp and circumstance when you have paparazzi? Wow. Hi, everyone. How we doing? It's the season two finale of Gossip Girl and the season two finale of Three Gossip Girls, a Gossip Girl podcast. I'm Liz. And I'm Michelle. And tonight we watched, as I said, the finale of season two, The Goodbye Gossip Girl. Original air date was May 18th of 2009, written by Joshua Safran and directed by Norman Buckley. Gossip Girl decides to liven things up at graduation by sending out a shocking and damaging email blast, causing Serena to come up with a plan of attack. Meanwhile, Lily and Rufus reconcile and decide to take a big step. Chuck decides to make a revelation, and Nate plans to spend his summer rebelling against his family. Loads and loads happen in this episode, but not. It almost feels like it's just the continuation of the season. Yeah. You know? Agreed. Yep. In honor of the Gossip Girl Blast, uh, blasting her labels for all of the kids, I called this old-fashioned the Blast Label. Like the Black Label, the Love. Blast Label. <laughs> Love. Which, as I said, is an old-fashioned, which is made with, I would hope, Johnny Walker Black Label, because that's where I got the name, bitters, sugar, and, you know, garnish of orange and cherry. So I am drinking whiskey, guys. It's going to be a fun night. <laughs> and I, I had a gin martini with pickles. So <laughs> Pickles. When she sent me that picture, I lol because the pickle is just like shooting out of the glass. It looks like it's a pickle straw. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's pretty phallic, but oh, well, it was delicious. <laughs> I, your girl loves pickles. And yeah, a, a martini is a classic Gossip Girl drink, so... It's a, the, the most quintessential Gossip Girl drink, I think, ever. A gin martini is what everyone enjoys drinking. You always see them drinking it at parties and events. I think it's a perfect drink. Which is shocking to me because in high school, there's no way I would enjoy a gin martini. No way. There's no way I would have enjoyed that. Maybe their parents like yeah. have influenced their drinking preferences growing up or something, but there was no way in hell I would ever drink a gin martini Ugh. at 17. Right. Definitely not. We'll start the episode. We have Blair and Serena having breakfast before graduation, and in the Netflix party, we were joking because I don't know about the listeners, but our graduation, we had to be there at like 7.30, 8 o'clock in the morning, so... It was funny to see them, like, just relaxing, having breakfast before yeah. graduation. But there are people in the chat that said, oh, no, my, my graduation was at 4 p.m. My graduation was at 12. So maybe theirs was later in the afternoon. They're discussing how Gossip Girl reported Serena's mugshot. And they are excited to soon be free of Gossip Girl because she doesn't report on college. Mm. Which I feel like, how do they know that? <laughs> Well, I guess because they get her blast and they just see that surrounded by Constance and Serena. Right. How lame is that? That's so fucking lame. It is lame. Like, it's just this hub, small hub of people that she torments. And so I was like, oh, how do you know it's not going to, she's not going to report on college? Has she ever confirmed this herself? 
Uh, we can confirm that Gossip Girl started when they were in the ninth grade. So it's not really like a St. Jude's constant tradition. So not really any guarantees there. But, but it just makes anyway. me think, and I was all ears this episode because I'm like, okay, yeah. I'm getting a lot of Gossip Girl tip-offs. It's someone who clearly has an ish with Serena. Right. Someone has, right, because her first blast ever was towards Serena. Something like Serena was wearing a white dress and it got wet and everyone saw her undies or something like that. (laughs) Yeah, but it's like who wronged Serena? Right. Hmm. So they move on discussing Chuck, of course, and him telling Serena he loves Blair. Blair, of course, is obsessed with this and knows he tells everyone except for Blair. She wants Serena to tell Chuck that Nate and her broke up so he'll know that she's available. Yeah. Of course, because we just move on like this. Just like this. That's it. Right. That's right. <sighs> yeah. They leave the restaurant and paparazzi are taking photos of Serena in the backlash of her arrest. We're at graduation and Nate is greeted by his grandfather who states he's so very proud of him and he walks away and you see Vanessa smile at him and she's like, oh my God, it's like getting a smile from the president. This is so bizarre. (laughs) But Vanessa goes over to approach Nate and talk and he admits that he is very happy and he could patch things up between his mom and his grandfather. So all is well in the Archibald uh, Vanderbilt household there thank goodness thank goodness right then nate and vanessa have a heart to heart where (laughs) nate admits as soon as him and as soon as he and blair broke up he can't stop thinking about what a dick he was to vanessa now you can't stop thinking about it right whatever he comes to that conclusion at this moment she luckily forgives him She accepts his apology and also thanks him for pushing her towards taking her SATs because that got her into NYU. So that's good. I mean, I did like that when he took her to take her SATs. Yeah, that was really sweet. He was was like, you're extremely bright and you deserve to pursue something that your family hasn't. And she is. She's going to NYU with Dan. So, and Blair, (laughs) Dan comes over and Nate tells them that he's having an after-grad party and he wants them both to come. Elsewhere, Jenny is talking to Eric and she's stating that their junior year is going to be so great because there's not going to be any social hierarchy or mean girls. She's then interrupted quickly by the minions who tell her she can enter to win the next queen's position. So Blair comes over and states that the queen herself is the only one who can pick her successor, in which afterwards Penelope says they are, they're ignoring that tradition. They've decided that at Nate's party, they will choose the queen by their biggest piece of gossip that someone can come up with and bring to them. <laughs> they then introduce Emma Boardman, who we remember from Blair's babysitting fiasco. Yeah. She's also competing for the queen. So it's Emma versus Jenny. It's pretty much the only underclassman we know about at this point. I guess this whole time I thought Penelope and her crew were the same age as Blair and Serena. They are. They're graduating. I don't know why they care so much who gets the queen's position since they're not even going to be there. 
Okay. They're, they're Blair's age. Yeah. They graduated with her. Okay. That's what I thought. And I'm like, yeah. why the fuck are they so, have like, oh, we don't listen to Blair anymore. We're going to take hold of this. Who cares? Right. Wait, what? Girls, come on. Right. What does it matter to you? You're getting out of college. You're getting out of high school. So I don't really understand why they cared so much. And you can tell even Blair doesn't give a shit. And like, so why should they? But this whole queen thing riles Jenny up because she doesn't want the monarchy to continue. And so she tells Eric that tonight the monarchy is going to end. We go over to the courtyard. Serena runs into Dan, who apparently they left his name off of the program. So a staff member <laughs> has to go and fix it for him. <laughs> I- ironically, he's like, of course, it's like the irony of them leaving off my name. It's like nobody cares about Dan. No one knows me kind of thing. Yeah. And... Then Blair, you see her, like, skip skip over to Chuck to kind of feel him out. He's obviously confused because he still thinks that she's with Nate. Also, she they left it pretty badly last time they spoke. And she is about to reveal that her and Nate broke up. But, of course, she chickens out and says that she's so happy high school is over. Why do we have to do this again? This is, like... My my number my first gripe I said in the episode was when Nate apologizes to Vanessa. It made me laugh. I mean, it's not really a gripe. At least he apologized. But this whole chair thing is like my extreme main gripe in this entire episode. Oh, me too. Even though it shouldn't be, we should just we should have just expected it by now. But it's just I can't. It's just too much. But we'll get into it. So we're inside the school. The parents and families are filing into their seats. Rufus then makes it awkward by announcing he forgot that him and Lil got seats together. It's like, shut up. (laughs) But I get it. You're also upset. Like, you're just embarrassing yourself by saying that out loud. But then Cyrus and Eleanor come over and they're sitting behind them. And Cyrus keeps gushing over how great a couple Lily and Rufus are. And they should just take the plunge and marry as well. But then Lily makes it even more awkward by claiming that that was the the role they were probably going to take. But perhaps not taking any more. So Jenny and Vanessa are like sitting there like, oh, this is so awkward. Everyone's just incredibly awkward. But then graduation begins and the students are taking their seats. Blair tells Serena she chickened out about Chuck, the same old tired story. And they decide no one will take anything away from them at graduation. However, we then get a huge Gossip Girl blast. Huge. Huge, right? Like it's took like, over the whole ceremony. The whole ceremony because even the teachers, even the parents, everyone is looking at their phones during this moment. All of their phones go off and Gossip Girl says that she's making up her own labels. Like, you guys might be graduating, but I have my own labels that I know will stick with you guys for life. So <laughs> she claims that Nate as the class whore Harsh, but valid. Yes. <laughs> Dan, the ultimate insider. Not Which as harsh, not but... really a diss. Okay. No, it's not. It's not harsh, but also it, it grows to be true more and more as we go throughout the show. Yeah. Chuck, the class coward. So I suppose she's alluding to his failure to open up and be with Blair. Blair, the class weakling, which, ouch, uh, obviously I'm assuming this is towards the whole Chuck 
situation and Serena as being officially irrelevant after high school, which <laughs> I'm canceled. like, can't like you're canceled. There's no more Serena Vanderwitz and nobody cares. And after hearing all of this, everyone's looking around angrily and so confused. And Serena says that she's determined to take down Gossip Girl. We have a lunch, a graduation lunch at the Vanderwoodsons. Serena is gathering up her friends and the minions and states that Gossip Girl needs to be taken down. The minions are, of course, too afraid to stand up to Gossip Girl. Plus, none of them got labels, so they really are in the clear and don't really care about the situation. Serena's pep talk then sways Nate to go tell his grandfather about Catherine and how she paid him for sex. <laughs> and of, of course, his grandfather is the politician and says like, oh, you know, scandalous older woman, sex, whatever. But then Nate's like, no, she paid me. She paid me to have sex. And he's like, OK, well, you know, I will do everything in my power not to get this secret out. We'll handle it if it comes to it. But, like, let's hope that it doesn't. Yeah. Right. (laughs) Chuck then approaches Nate and asks him where Blair is. And so then Nate's like, wait, you don't know we broke up. So now Chuck knows Blair is single. He's probably putting two and two together why she was acting so strange in that, that morning. So then we have a scene where Serena goes to try and enlist Vanessa and Dan to help her with their Gossip Girl plan. And Dan just flat out says, like, he wants to move on with his life. And Serena then kind of jumps the gun, stating she doesn't think Dan wants to be her friend because he won't help her. But at first, I thought Serena did jump the gun, but then Dan states they'll be at different schools and their parents aren't looking so great. So what's really keeping them together as friends? Like, Ouch. Yeah. Yeah. So I can understand Serena being upset, but also I understand Dan's point of view because he is trying to move forward and having an ex as a friend is like probably not the easiest or greatest decision you can do going into college. So like while I think he probably could have let it naturally fade out and not have said anything to her, I I understand why Serena was hurt. Oh, what totally. About you? No, yeah. I absolutely agree. Yeah. Yeah. So as much as, like, you can hate Dan, I feel like the way he said it, yeah, was shitty, but also what he was saying was not so shitty. Right. Just the way it came out. Right. We have a scene upstairs. Rufus is apologizing to Lily about what he said at graduation. They are discussing how their issue was Lily trying to give him money behind his back, and it seems that that whole Serena arrested thing was talked about in Lang's last episode, and they didn't really need to include that in his reasoning. It was just the money. And Lily states that they both have made mistakes, and how can they move forward, in which Rufus pr- replies that he doesn't know how or if they can. Ooh, so harsh. So, how? And you can tell Lily is obviously upset by this, and she leaves to go attend to her guests. Yeah. Sad. It is sad. Uh, on the staircase, our non-judgmental breakfast club are <laughs> deciding great. how to go about Gossip Girl. They figure out she must go to their school. They stated it started in the ninth grade, so she probably is their age. Yeah. Also, she must be in that room at that very moment. So Serena sends out a Gossip Girl 
blast, well, a text to Gossip Girl and makes Chuck gather everyone's attention so they can see whose phone goes off. The text alert comes in and Jonathan is the one that receives the tip. And now everyone's like, wait, what? (laughs) Yeah, that was surprising. Very surprising. They bring him upstairs where he explains that over spring break, he happened to hack into Gossip Girl's server and has access to like every single email and tip she ever gets, which is crazy. I know. And Jenny is looking over all of the emails, trying to find a good piece of gossip to use. Eric and Jonathan explain that their theory is that Gossip Girl either deems some tips as irrelevant or she waits until the absolute perfect moment to release them. Because she has a ton of tips and secrets on her server, there are definitely ones that she has never released. And so Jenny finds a good piece that she's contemplating using to demolish the hierarchy forever. So juicy. Right? I know. This, I think it was Sean. Someone in the chat was like, wow, this is like the most dramatic episode of Gossip Girl. Like everything. Well, I felt. They spun. Yeah. Yeah, go ahead what you said in the chat. Yeah, when they were all sitting on the stairs talking about who Gossip Girl could be. And then they, everybody was looking at their phone when the ping, the bang went off. I was like, Mm -hmm. this feels like a parody episode of Gossip Girl. (laughs) This is so ridiculously Gossip Girl right now. (laughs) It's almost too hard to believe it's even Gossip Girl. Yeah. That's how ridiculous it is. Right. Right. Yeah. Totally agree. So we have that night at the loft. Dan is telling Rufus he wants to go to the movies with Vanessa, but Rufus advises him that he should probably go to Nate's party and like honor his four years at St. Jude. So Dan's like, yeah, okay, I guess I'll go in my vest. <laughs> yes, Geppetto, the shoemaker and toy maker. His Geppetto vest. Uh, Sean's like, or Mike's like in the chat, the vests eventually go. It's oh, like, okay. yeah, they need to go now. <laughs> so as Dan leaves, Rufus gets a visit from Lily, who is bringing in some beers and what I assume to be weed for them to celebrate their kid's graduation. They have a great night together reminiscing and Rufus decides that it's never going to be the perfect time for them. So he should just stop getting in his head so much and decides to propose to Lily again. I liked this. For the first time. Me too. I'm all about Rufy and Lily. I know Lily bothered us, and but they're my favorite couple. They're my couple. Me too. I could care less. I mean, I just don't even care about Cher. And Me I either. truly feel... <laughs> like we'll get to it and you already yeah. know my thoughts and probably yeah. all our listeners know my thoughts but you know when happy things happen on this show and I need to express it at the time like I really did enjoy this engagement me too I thought it was so sweet and obviously extremely down to earth and low key yeah. like he proposes with a wristband from a concert and it's just she's like yeah of course like I've wanted to do this this whole time you were the one that were hesitant not thinking you didn't know who I was, but you do know me. And if you love me, then let's just do this. I'm into it. Me too. We get a a frustrating, not a frustrating scene, but a scene where I was just shaking my head. We're at the Waldorf's and Blair is getting ready for Nate's party. And she's talking to Eleanor about her feelings for Chuck. And Eleanor is very aware that she told Chuck she loved him. 
And so Eleanor states that tonight Blair should not let Chuck get away with it. So I'm assuming she means like looks so good that it kills him. Right. Right. I don't know if that's how Blair took it. Uh, we go over to Nate's party. A very drunk Nellie Yuki is about to reveal her crush on Dan. <laughs> Nellie. So funny. But then she, like, runs away after seeing Serena over in the distance. She, like, looks at Serena and she immediately runs away. And, like, they're not together, so why are you so afraid to tell him now? But I get it. It's never, it's never a fun time to tell your crush that you like them, especially like at the end of high school no. and graduating. Like how awkward. So awkward. Yeah. Uh Jenny then approaches Blair and tells her that she has the big piece of drama. And obviously Gossip Girl knows about her sleeping with Jack on New Year's Eve. Blair is in denial about this and she said if Gossip Girl was going to use it, she would have already used it by now. But Jenny is trying to tell Blair like you don't have the control over the school anymore like wake up something is bound to happen here so this pisses off Blair who then tells Jenny that she never had what it take to be queen anyway obviously this angers Jenny too tells Isabel and Nellie to go find Penelope because her gossip is just too juicy to wait until midnight for Mm-hmm. yeah elsewhere Blair and Chuck go to an empty room in Nate's house I guess and They're, like, on this mission to hook up now that she's single. He doesn't even want to talk. He just wants to get down to the biz. But, of course, she wants him to say those three words, eight letters. And as he's potentially going to, you don't even know if Chuck is going to say it at this point, a gossip girl blast goes awry. And this is, like, the biggest one so far because she spills all the season two secrets that no one knows including Chuck and Vanessa, Blair and Jack, and she also directly blames Serena for all of this chaos. You know what's so creepy? How the fuck would she know about Vanessa and, and Chuck? Chuck? How would she know about that? She's all-knowing. I, I, get, who... I get she's all-knowing, but it's fucking <laughs> creepy. It's, it's creepy, exactly. It's How is she finding out all of this information? With well, she has people who are tipping her off. Clearly, true. But like only, like one or two people know that Vanessa slept with Chuck, unless Chuck happened to say it or Vanessa happened to say it. But you like know, Vanessa it's... only told Padge, right? Right. So did right. Chuck tell someone? Did you know? Did they? Someone overhear? And then Chuck, unless unless we just didn't see him tell anybody, he didn't tell anybody right. though, right? No, I mean, not in, not in the show, but it, it's very possible he could have. But, but it who? doesn't really seem like he would. He like, he doesn't care about his No, he ventures. doesn't care. Right. Yeah. So, uh, it's creepy, to say the least. <laughs> so, we said Gossip Girl blamed Serena, really, for this. And afterwards, everyone is fighting about everything. Chuck and Blair even blame Serena for everything. Nate and Dan defend her, which then leads Blair to yelling and admitting to Dan that he's exactly who Gossip Girl claimed him to be. Like, that was her, like, lowest blow. Which is like, all right, well, (laughs) yeah, Dan, you try and act like you're all high and mighty and above these people, but you're directly in the circle with them. Like, you became Nate's friend. You dated the hottest girl in school. You know, now your dad is marrying Lily. You do have this, like, lavish lifestyle that you thought you didn't, but now you do. Right. 
So Blair, of course, runs after Chuck to prove that all of the shit that ha- has happened in the past year was for something. And Chuck replies, it might have been, but it's not anymore. Uh. And I just don't get this. Like, I'm sorry, Chuck. I fucking, I just don't get it. Why do we have to keep doing the same stuff? Like, I, I honestly, I, I don't even want to go into depths about it because it's the same shit, just a different day. Agree. And then a week later, it's like all copacetic. Like, right. And I thought that we, <laughs> we this scene right here was not necessary. Give me the first scene of Blair stripping and then give me the last one. Fine. But the middle one, I'm like, no, no, we don't need it. We don't need it. We don't need it. Every time she's wiping her tears every five minutes, every time she talks to him. It's just it's not romantic to me at all. And I'm so like, I don't And Maybe not. I don't know. I was going to say something like superficial, like maybe because I'm just not attracted to him that I don't feel it. (laughs) (laughs) And that's awful. But maybe because of how I feel towards him, too. And I've seen him and his personality. I'm like, I feel nothing towards you, Chuck. You could do you could bring me all the peonies and macaroons. And I'd be like, no. Yeah, I I feel exactly the same way. And I just like he's never ready. He's never going to be ready. Like I said before, who's to say he was even going to tell Blair he loves her before the Gossip Girl right. passed? He could have just been like, uh, uh, like it's just a waste of breath. And he really does. I guess he really is a coward, and she really is weak. But then she says that she she not she's not going to be weak like Gossip Girl claimed her to be. So I'm like, okay, good, walk away because this just just too much. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Blair then meets Jenny in the bathroom, which in the chat, I don't know if you noticed, I was like, wait, why is there like a public bathroom in Nate's house? Oh my God, I didn't even notice that. (laughs) They look like they're at a club bathroom or something. You're right. Anyway, um, she tells Jenny how she was rejected by Chuck again, and now Jenny has ammo to become the queen. Jenny claims that she doesn't want the throne and Blair states, you're right, you need to be cold to be queen. And so she goes into how people need to fear you and Anne Boleyn married her country and or Queen Elizabeth, whatever, married her country. Don't knock me, guys. I'm not a history buff at all. Um, <laughs> uh, my, this is my sister's favorite quote, so I hope she sent it. I will read it later. But pretty much saying, just care about you and IW as my queen. And so... Jenny's like, okay, like, thank you. This is a good scene. This is good. Yeah, I think it's a great scene. Um, Outside, Serena is with Nate and states she doesn't want to, you know, lose her friends. So she decides to bluff and tell Gossip Girl she knows who they are. (laughs) And Nate's like, wait, is that the truth? And she's like, no, but she doesn't know that. So she texts Gossip Girl, meet me at the Oak Room. Serena and Nate go over to the Oak Room. About an hour has passed, and there is no Gossip Girl in sight. Dan then comes in, stating he looped them, which I don't know what that means. I guess, like, some sort of track, but I've never heard this term before. (laughs) I know. I was confused on that, too. Okay, good. It wasn't just me. So he's confused as to why Serena is, like, so dead set against this vendetta towards Gossip Girl, and then in typical Serena fashion, she claims she doesn't want to be irrelevant. That's her whole reasoning. I don't want to be irrelevant. It's like, everyone's irrelevant. But after high school, no one cares who you are. Right, and she just had this talk with Blair last episode on the stairs of their prom saying, like, we're all past this. We went through everything 
because it's because he had to go through all the high school motions and now he can move forward. So leave your relevancy in high school and move on to fucking college. Right. Move on. Be someone different. Move if you on. Don't like who you are, go and change it. Like what? <laughs> no one's going to care that your name is Serena Vanderwoodson at that. Like no one's going to care. And you just have to get over that. Or there are people who know you and know your you know, your family has wealth and they'll know you for that. But you're one in a billion. Like, no one cares about you, Serena. But I understand her frustration as being, like, sure. pretty much, like, a big fish in a small pond her entire life. And now she's, like, all that's going to change. Yeah. And that's pretty much what Dan, like, talks her off the ledge saying, like, well, no one will forget about you. You're Serena Vanderwoodson, blah, blah, blah. I don't give that a Sag Award, by the way. No, I don't either. <laughs> Sorry, don't, boys. There are no Sag Awards in this episode. No. Blair uh, then enters the Oak Room, and everyone thinks it's Blair, but then Jenny enters, and they're like, wait, and now it's a double team, and the rest of the, pretty much the senior class is following them. They all claim that they got texts from Serena wanting her to meet them there. And then the real Gossip Girl texts them, claiming they're all Gossip Girl because she's nothing without them. And also, she's coming to college. <laughs> and also, mic drop. Right? Mic drop. Well played. She was not going to come to college. Now she's coming to college. And now she tricked everyone and, like, pretty much fooled them all to be there. So they'll never find out who she is. Here's the thing, though. Right? Which I guess we'll see in season three. Serena's going to Brown, correct? Mm Mm-hmm. And Nate and Blair and Vanessa are going to NYU. No, Padge. No, Nate, Nate is going to Columbia. Nate is in Columbia. Padge, Blair, and Vanessa are NYU. And Georgina. And Georgina. Right. Okay. Yeah. And then Chuck, we don't know. We or, don't. Okay, you know. he's doing best industry <laughs> business things. Yeah, I so guess. So yeah. how the hell is Gossip Girl going to keep tabs? I know. On all of them, which I cannot wait to see. Especially, right? I can understand the New York people. But the brown girl, Serena, is is Gossip Girl going to send out and have a minion over there that keeps track? Yeah. Or, She's going to have to at some point, you know? Like, And then it's like, if let's say at the end of this, Serena was Gossip Girl, then she is the most narcissistic person. <laughs> then all of this was based so she could have fucking attention. And, and I, I would be so disappointed if it's Serena. I cannot disagree. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> but I totally understand your questions and confusion. Like, how is she going to do it? We're just going to have to see and, and wait. In the final parts of the episode, we have a one week later time jump, if you will. And Lily and Rufus are officially married. I'm sorry, engaged. engaged. Yeah. And the Humphreys are moving on up to the east side like they are originally planning during the mid part of the season. Eric is so excited about Rufus's waffles. So cute. The <laughs> waffle maker. Are. Love it. Yeah. Oh, my God. So cute. Like his one possession that he has from the apartment. And then uh, Jenny states that she's going to meet up with Blair. In Serena's room, she's uh, packing for a trip that she's taking to Europe before she heads over to Brown. Blair gives her a framed picture of her own mugshot, and Serena wants Blair to come with her on her trip, but Blair claims that she just really needs a breather, and she knows Chuck has been traveling all around the world via Gossip Girl and has decided to just stay in one spot and work on herself. 
at an NYU campus cafe, I guess. Dan and Vanessa are having coffee. Dan admits that he misses high school, which is like it's been one. It's been week. a week, Dan. <laughs> it's been. One week. Are you kidding? What? And I just used your real name, so oh, you need to take a seat because you're ridiculous. You're ridiculous. Is right. Like that was just the funniest. I just laughed out loud, and I'm like, "Are you serious? That's the least Dan thing I've ever heard." First yeah, of all, Patch. But Nate then comes into the cafe and tells them that he quit his internship because the mayor started hitting on him of course oh my god i i right? rolled my eyes at this i was like are me we too i was really? like that whole stupid vanessa thing was for nothing then god and he then asks vanessa if he can go backpacking with her like they originally planned and she's like no i'm good i'm taking someone else who then Nate asks who, and a random guy comes over and says that she's taking him. And when he calls Vanessa by the wrong name, Nate obviously realizes that she's lying. Vanessa agrees to then bring Nate along. And they go off together, just like that. I just... Vanessa. Just There's like some that. parts of it where, in this episode, when Vanessa goes over to Nate... At graduation, she's got this, like, giddy kid smile on her face. And then when he comes in at the cafe, she's got that same smile. I'm like, girl, he hurt you, though. Let's, like, just pump the brakes. I know, but, but she never had closure. I know. I know. I have to put myself in her shoes and, and it, understand. And, you know, she's chasing him as much as Blair's chasing Chuck. But for some so, reason, the Blair and Chuck so thing true. pisses me off. And Nate and Vanessa, I'm like, okay, yeah, I'm all right with this. Yeah, so true. That's how I feel, too. Um, so when they're gone, the guy laughs it off and says that he tried to do the good deed and Nate goes off with the girl and Dan is like, yeah, welcome to my life. That's Nate Archibald. Uh, duh. So Dan asks if this guy goes to NYU and he explains that he just transferred from Boston University. He introduces himself as Scott and Dan says that maybe he'll see him around campus so we can make the assumption that Scott is Lily and Rufus's son. Yeah, because he's sitting there on the phone telling his mom he's in Portland looking at a picture of uh-huh. Rufy and Lily in the paper. Yeah, and like D- Dan obviously is not going to put two and two together, even though he knows the guy who wrote him's name was Scott. I wouldn't put two and two together, no. though. There's, you know how many Scots there are in the world? Like, yeah. It just didn't click for him, which yeah. obviously is understandable. But then we do get a call for, that uh, Scott calls his mother, and he tells her that he met some nice people. And he, it's clear that he is on this agenda to find out more about the Humphreys. He's got, like, a Lincoln Hawk poster and the photo of Lillian Rufus. So he knows who these people are. I'm very excited for this. Me too. Please this don't is, let I me like down. This plot. I know. Fucking Gossip Girl like you did with the whole, you know, goober and poppy. Oh, yeah. Dan gets a call from Georgina, who told him she got his money back. And he should get, you know, look into his bank account in a few days. It should all be there. And she states that he can now go to Yale. But he's like, wait, I'm not going to Yale anymore. I'm going to NYU. And she's like, oh, good. I'll see you there next year. So we know Georgina. Yeah, she's coming up to NYU. We then pan to her in the admissions office where she's requesting Blair as her roommate. Love this. This should be fun. The last five minutes of this episode were great. Yeah. Last 10, 
you know, five to ten minutes. Right. Meanwhile, uh, the minions are about to dub Emma as their new queen, but Blair stops it by telling them that she chose Jenny. She told them that she gave Gossip Girl all of the secrets, plus Rufus will be marrying Lily, who's like the richest woman that they know. So, of course, this makes her the queen. Blair leaves, and you can overhear Jenny talking about all the changes she wants to make for next year. So, are you excited about this? I'm so excited about this. Yeah, so Jenny's the queen. This should be fun. She wants to get rid of headbands. She does want to get rid of headbands, except for the one she's wearing. Yes, so of course. we'll see if some headbands uh, come up next season. On the street, Serena runs into her old pal, Carter. He says he has something he wants to tell her before she leaves for Europe. And he reveals that she that he found her father. So this is what they were doing in Santorini. Another thing that we'll kind of go into more next season. But of course, Serena is surprised and she tells him to get in the car so they can leave together to find him. Bam. Yeah. Uh, so as I, we've alluded to the fact that the father comes in season three. So you will see the development of how we get there. Our last scene, Blair is walking home and she sees Chuck waiting for her. She asks what he's doing there and he said he traveled all through Europe to gather all of her favorite things. She asks why he came back and he tells her that she was right and that he was a coward and realized that he wanted to come back for her. However, Blair feels that she can't believe him because he's hurt her so many times, which of course everyone else is screaming, please Blair. (laughs) Like, use your head here. But he swears that this time is different, and she asks if that's it, and finally he says he loves her too. She kisses him, and he continues to... Actually, I thought it was cute. He continues to, like, kiss her and say, I love you as many times as she wants him to, and that's how the scene closes. Yeah. Funny funny trivia about that scene, actually. My sister told me this. I don't know if it's 100% accurate, but the scene was filmed twice, one with Chuck and one with Nate. And this was to fool all the New Yorkers who were watching in risk of them spoiling spoiling this for others. And so I'm pretty sure that the cast didn't even know what they were going to put as the final scene until it aired. Oh. Yeah, so there's other shows that do that. I really like that when, you know, actors don't know even what's going to happen in the end. So correct me if I'm wrong, y'all, but that's just what Shanna has told me throughout the years. So I thought that that was a fun way to end it. And so obviously nobody knew. There was pictures in, like, tabloids of her in that green coat with Nate and her in that green coat with Chuck. And so you never knew who she was going to pick. And actually... There are season two uh, bloopers, which I will post on Patreon, that is completely, excuse me, completely spoiler free. So you guys can go and watch that. And there is a scene where Nate and Blair are like pretending to kiss in that last scene. So <laughs> nice. Awesome. I that love that. That is the, fu- the finale of season two episode. I cannot, I cannot believe it. Wow. Overall, obviously. Such a high from last week with Valley Girls. Such a great episode. I dub it my favorite episode so far of the show. Uh, so it was. I felt like it was going to be hard to top it, but they do a good job. They're, obviously, the chair stuff that we've just talked about was incredibly frustrating and has been from day one. But what do you think about 
what's going to happen now? Chuck and Blair, Jenny the Queen, everyone's going to college. Yeah, I mean, honestly, I feel that the fact that they gave us a little bit more in terms of Scott and Serena's father. Yeah. Gets me excited. I could. Okay, good. I don't give a shit about chair. And even, even Jenny becoming queen. I'm like, okay, let's see what happens there. But I'm excited to get out of high school. And I'm excited to go into their new world and their new normals because the high school stuff was tired, even though high school wasn't really a big part of them, but it really was because we were restricted with some things and some things annoyed me because I'm like, this doesn't make sense. And I I have left all of that at the door, but (laughs) I am very excited for the Scott storyline and the father storyline. Yeah, me too. I'm looking forward to that stuff as well. Um, We'll take a break and we have a lot to get through for the second half of the show. So grab a drink, maybe go take a bathroom break because it's going to be a while. (laughs) Okay. Would you die for Claire from the Bon Appetit Test Kitchen? Has Brad inspired your own fermentation station? Do you carry around a spoon collection like Chris? If you answered yes, then you should listen to our podcast. We are Pod Appetit, a Bon Appetit fan cast. Every other week, we recap all the latest Bon Appetit YouTube videos, like Gourmet Mix and It's Alive. And between recaps, we recreate Bon Appetit recipes in our own kitchens. If you love Bon Appetit, subscribe on your favorite podcatcher to Pod Appetit, a Bon Appetit fan cast. Hope you're hungry. All right, welcome back from break. We're going to start this off with some trivia that I've gathered. The episode title is based off of the movie The Goodbye Girl. Gossip Girl tips that were never reported include Blair purging her lunch during sophomore year, Mm. Chuck having sexual problems, the longest book Nate has ever read was Dr. Seuss. (laughs) Oh my god. Blair peeking on Aaron Rose in the shower. Love that we reference Aaron Rose. We haven't talked about him yeah. in a hot minute. Nate having three nipples. Nate turning Howard Archibald in. Dan not being able to afford Yale. And Dorota being an illegal immigrant. Oh. And several of the people that sent Gossip Girl tips are the producers and workers on the set of Gossip Girl. Nice. Yes. TV.com had Serena as its MVP this week. Cannot agree with that. Um, no. <laughs> if you guys do, sorry, no hate. Just I cannot personally agree with that. And the Goodbye Girl was watched by 2.23 million views. Music in this episode, we have Season of Love by Shiny Toy Guns, Zero by Yeah, Yeah, Yeahs, The Future is Where We Belong by Hot Pipes, The Stars Just Blink for Us by Say Hi, I Just Want to Be Free Man by The Handcuffs, Bet You Never Thought by Brighton, Massachusetts, November Was White, December Was Gray by Say Hi, and The Summer by The Coconut Records. I feel like Josh Schwartz and Stephanie Savage, or uh, Mick G, is that their uh, music, uh? I think, yeah. Person. Mm-hmm. I feel like they use a lot of the same bands, especially in OC and Gossip Girl. Oh, Coconut Records. That's Josh. That's um Jason Schwartzman's band, too. Oh, is it? Mm-hmm. Oh, so that makes sense. And they, you know, he's part of Phantom Planet and Coconut Records. They have a couple of good ones in season 
four of OC. Nice. I look forward to that. Yeah. So before we read our questions and comments, I'd love to read some plots and events that have happened this season that we may have already forgotten about. Okay. (laughs) We start out with Serena and Nate pretending to date in order for Nate to date Catherine. Blair dates Catherine's stepson, Marcus, who ends up being a British lord. Oh, and was also sleeping with his stepmama. Yeah. Nate also accepts money from said duchess in order to help out his family's finances. Serena and Dan hook up at the end of the summer and then decide not to continue. But then Amanda Lasher comes to stir things up, which was all orchestrated by Chuck in a plot to make Serena the queen over Blair. (laughs) That was a doozy. Mm -hmm. Jenny was an intern with Eleanor, but then rebelled on her own after meeting Agnes, a model. Agnes was upset with Jenny for wanting to continue their business venture solo, so she burned all of Jenny's designs, forcing her to move in with Rufus, back in with Rufus. Lily and Bart are newly married and mesh their families together. Bart keeps tabs on Lily and finds out her history as well as her having a love child with Rufus. Her marriage ends up falling apart due to her love with Rufus and Bart's hidden agenda. Before Bart can convince Lily to stay, he ends up dying in a bad car accident. After his death, Lily and Rufus rekindle their love and find out that their son is dead, only for it to be revealed that he isn't by his adoptive parents. (laughs) Just ridiculous. (laughs) Uncle Jack arrives after Bart's death. He's a bad man who tries to manipulate Chuck. He also tries to rape Lily and sleep with Blair during New Year's Eve. Gross. Fucking disgusting. Yeah, in the chat we were having discussions of was it worse if that Padge uh, slept with Rachel or uh, Chuck versus Vanessa? I'm Chuck and Vanessa, and we're like, no, Jack and Blair are by far the just most disgusting. How old is Jack? I mean, I don't think he's thirty, but I want to say he's like pushing them late twenties. You yeah, know, no, not inappropriate. Yeah, agreed. Uh, we meet Cyrus, and he and Eleanor get married. Blair comes to accept him in their family, and Eleanor definitely softens after a season of being less than admirable, in my opinion. Poppy is introduced as Serena's new socialite friend. Serena and Blair have a distant friendship and animosity. They even argue at Yale and humiliate each other. Blair gets waitlisted from Yale, gets in after Serena denies her acceptance, then messes it all up by hazing a teacher. Dan writes an article about Bart and almost reveals a past scandal. He decides not to go through with it after Chuck tells him about his life and past. This was all because he didn't get any letters of recommendation for Yale. (laughs) (laughs) Serena dates Aaron, an old friend from camp, and Cyrus's son. The two end up dating after Aaron claims he doesn't like to commit. The two end it after Serena realizes she still loves Dan. But then Dan and Serena break up because they feel they're drifting and find out Serena doesn't want to go to Yale and their parents are just too hot and heavy for them to handle. To deal with their breakup, Dan sleeps with Serena's favorite teacher and then Serena dates a friend's ex who ends up conning her and her family. Nate forces his father to turn himself in and lives with Dan for like a few days, leading to a potential romantic interest in Jenny. The two kiss, but that's where it ends. This ultimately hurts Dan, among other things. Nate ends up seriously dating Vanessa, which leaves Dan and Nate to make up, as well as Nate then dumping Vanessa for Blair. (laughs) 
Chuck and Blair weave the same tangled web. Chuck turns dark after his father's passing, leading him to become even more unavailable emotionally. Blair waits for Chuck more than three times this season to tell her he loves her. He doesn't follow through until the finale. Oh yeah, and Chuck sleeps with Vanessa after finding out Blair and Nate are together and finds out his dad was in a secret society. Blair also dates Carter. Lily and Rufus are finally engaged. Chuck and Blair are finally together. Nate and Vanessa are going backpack together like they originally planned. Serena is now off to find her father with Carter along for the ride. Dan is going to NYU with Blair, Georgina, and Vanessa. Nate will be at Columbia and Serena at Brown. Jenny is now the queen and Gossip Girl is following the crew to college. <laughs> Beautiful recap. Thank you. I, I wrote them all by myself, by the way. If Did you? Couldn't, you? If, yes, if you couldn't get all the sass, the oh, sassy yeah, tones that was it. great. Thank you. All right. So here we go with our questions and comments. I will start with my sister because she literally just texted them to me. She says, okay, here are my comments about season two. My season two MVP is Blair. Avi, is there really any other choice? <laughs> She's the best, and she really grew up this season with not getting into Yale, and I loved her relationship development with Cyrus and her mother. She had the best quote of the night tonight with comparing Anne Boleyn and Queen Elizabeth. You can't make people love you, but you can make them fear you. My favorite episode is number 13, titled, Oh, Brother, Where Bart Thou? I love the storyline of Bart dying and Chuck taking over his family's company. Can't wait for Michelle to see how this develops over the next season and how his father's death will slowly but surely force Chuck to set up and be a new man. My favorite side character is obviously not Poppy, Gabriel, or Aaron. I really enjoyed Agnes with the fashion line with Jenny. She's such a fun shakeup to the core characters. Also, a shout-out to Cyrus and Dorota. They are my favorite side characters every season. Mm. The storyline that was most enjoyable is the development between Jenny and Blair. Even from season one, they just have a lot of respect for each other as queens, and we see how Blair was really we see how Blair was grooming her in the beginning to become queen in the end. I also enjoy the Jenny and Nate stuff for some odd reason. Every time I rewatch this show, I always like them together for the two episodes that they are. Okay, can't wait for season three. Yay, no more high school. Thanks, Good Shan. Po- good points, Shani. All right, so we will head over to Instagram. We'll start off with Del underscore Vasto, our buddy Michael. He said, uh, unfortunately, my grad cap and tassels are at my parents' house, so I couldn't wear them or pull a Serena and just wear the tassel in my hair. Gross. Oh, my God. Uh, But I am having a Prosecco with strawberries as my glassful of gossip to celebrate the character's graduation. Great choice. Mini spoiler, the OC does it on next week's finale as well. I like this and wish my high school did it. Instead, we all had black gowns. Did your high school have different colors? Yes. Yes. The women were in white and the men were in green. Yep. Right? Yep. Georgina got Dan's money back. Now she's going to NYU and she's requesting to be Blair's roommate. How do you think Blair is going to react when she sees Georgina? And what do you think Georgina's plans are? I think Blair's going to be like, are you kidding me? Oh, hell no. And Georgina, perhaps this is more revenge coming to keep this show ridiculous. 
He said, uh, last week I brought up in the Netflix party who you think would be a good actor to be cast as young Rufus if they did it in the spinoff, and I never gave my answer. I think Zac Efron would have been a good choice. I know I've said that previously, so it fits that he'd be a good choice for a young Rufus. I think that'd be great. Uh, what? Who would the two of you want to see as a young Rufus? Uh, last week, for some reason... I immediately went to Ian Summerholder, young Ian Summerholder, but I don't think that really works. I, Zach Efron, I think, is a good choice. I think that's a great choice. Yeah, yeah. I could totally see that. Yeah. So good. He said, thank you for the upsetting news this week that we were planning to have an OC Gossip Girl crossover. Way to dangle that candy in front of me and then yank it away. <laughs> Mike, you're not alone here. I'm, yeah. I'm still thinking about it. I really <sighs> am. So upsetting. I was recently talking about teen dramas with someone I used to work with because multiple people responded to my ice cream and OC Instagram story this week. And he told me that one of his customers' name is Dorota, and she calls him Mrs. Miss Eleanor. <laughs> uh, I counted 16 headbands, might have doubled some. Quote, we haven't seen you since we broke matzah together. Can't wait for season three where we meet my favorite guest star of the season. Until then, Mike. I'm excited because Mike's been talking about this season three guest star for a while. It's a good one, I have to admit. I'm um, pumped. They'll come, I think it's maybe like five-ish, six-ish episodes into the season. Um, and they don't leave, like, for a while. Like, it's it's a good... Arc? Pr- yes, a good arc. Thank you. I was looking for the words. Cool. We'll go over to Vic. She says, Oh, wow, we made it through season two. I can't believe it's done. I thought it was pretty cool that we got to see graduation. The only thing was that it was extremely short. It was funny to hear what Gossip Girl said about everyone because, in a way, it was true. As much as Nate annoys me, I'm wondering what will happen on his trip with Vanessa. I'm hoping maybe they might get back together even though he doesn't deserve it. It's just because they were so cute when they were together. I had no clue Serena was looking for her dad. That was a bit of a shock. I'm so happy for Lily and Rufus. I thought the proposal was cute. Chuck and Blair might not be my favorite couple or a couple I'm rooting for right now, but I'm glad that Chuck finally said that he loved her and that things got and the things he got in the different countries he was pretty much just smooth <laughs> was a pretty much a smooth move. So that guy that showed up is the half brother. I'm interested to see what will happen then and now Georgina is out to make Blair's life a living hell. I hope there's not too much of a time jump and we pick up right where we left off. I've been waiting for the college years. Do you think if Serena hadn't faded gossip girl all the other stuff would be on the blast or was she planning on doing it all along well do you so i guess do you think gossip girl was planning on releasing her ammo or because serena got up in her face pretty much that she released it i'm assuming it's because serena pissed her off yeah that's what i'm thinking too she asked, uh, what do you see happening with Vanessa and Nate on their backpacking trip? Probably fun and super light because sometimes when you escape and go somewhere new and you can forget your troubles from home. Yeah. Do you think they'll hook up? Oh, yeah, of course. <laughs> do you think they'll come back together? Uh, yeah, but I don't think it's going to last, unfortunately. Okay. 
She also asks, do you think we'll ever find out how Georgina got all of the money back? Uh, sadly, no. Yes, sadly, no. Yeah. She said, tonight was so much fun. I'm so happy I was able to join. Mike is always, Mike always makes it run smoothly. I'm sorry you had to leave early. You missed Michelle rolling her eyes. (laughs) (laughs) I did. She says, now bear with me. My summary of season two is a novel. My season two MVP is Lily. She had a better relationship with her children and followed her heart with Rufus. She went through some struggles but fought them head on. Although she recently fought with Serena, she came to the realization that she needed to finally forgive her mother. She also adopted Chuck and helped him get his company back, which goes along with my favorite storyline. My season two favorite het episode, hands down, has got to be Valley Girls. I love that we get to see the story of Lily's past. I love the flashback episode, and I hope we see more. After hearing that this was a backdoor pilot, I would have loved to have watched that show. My season two favorite side character, although sometimes I see her as a main character, is Dorota. She is so protective and loyal to Blair. She seems to just want the best for her. She even helps her when she is trying to get away with something, like when she brought her the phone to the school or work on her community service. I hope we keep seeing more of Dorota. Season two favorite storyline I enjoyed most. Even though I was upset that Bart passed away, I liked seeing how Chuck changed a little bit from his downward spiral to becoming a better person. Although he is not good enough for Blair, and they all have this back and forth, I like that he was there for Lily when she helped him try to win the company back by adopting him. Not only did he move back in, he apologized to Jenny and has become a great stepbrother to Serena and will help her when she's in trouble. My favorite quote is from Padge. You have to decide what's important to you, keeping your pride and getting nothing or taking a risk and maybe, maybe having everything. Favorite podcast moments. This makes me so happy. Yeah. She said, Liz's introduction of the glassful of gossip. I love all the different glasses she uses for each drink. And I love the three gossip word segment. I try to figure out what happens, then get really excited when I figure it out while watching it. Michelle's hatred for not only Chuck and how bad he dresses, but this time we got a chair and Nate on there. It was so funny when she goes on angry rants. It makes me laugh so much. Same. (laughs) Ingrid is still there in spirit every time someone says something bad about lost lost said Nate I could just picture her talking so much crap about this past few episodes of Blair and Nate same (laughs) thank you for starting the Netflix party in the first place it's so much fun to watch with everyone and chat about it it has helped me keep sanity with everything we're going through I cannot wait for the third season as always stay safe sane and healthy thank you Vic thank you Vic I totally agree with all of your favorites. Um, yeah, me Lily's, too. Lily, the whole Chuck storyline. Um, I just, yeah, I totally agree. Right on par. Yes. We'll go over to Jess on Instagram. She has said, Hi, ladies. I can't believe we're already at the season two finale. I am really excited for season three. I truly feel as though things start to really pick up from here. Hope you both agree. She said, um, 
She has one little goof. She says Serena's holding her full cap when she talks to Dan in the courtyard prior to the ceremony. So she decided to only wear the tassel sometime in between. (laughs) (laughs) Her favorite fashion, Vanessa's earrings at graduation, Blair's outfit to Nate's party, Blair's headband and shoes in Serena's room, Blair's green coat, Serena's shirt at the end, headbands, she counted 20. Quotes Blair to the minions at the end, not enough. Blair... I'll gather intel. Chuck, I'll run some stats. She says predictions about Scott. Like overall predictions? Yeah, sure. You can do. I I think he's going to be kind of creepy, to be honest with you. Mm. I think he, I mean, he's already lying to his parents, which obviously he has to lie to his parents. But I think it's going to get to the point where he's going to lie about who he actually is and he's going to befriend Padge and get close with Padge and then get close with uh, Rufy and want to like go visit them and then it's going to come out and it's going to be weird. Mm. I'm excited for it, but it's going to be weird. Yeah, so totally. Um, she says Natessa, which you kind of predicted. Um, thoughts on the chair ending this season. Does it change anything for Michelle? No. <laughs> I didn't think it would. She says clues or red herrings. A lot of theories were mentioned in this episode about who Gossip Girl could be. Yeah. Do you think we are getting any closer to knowing who Gossip Girl really is, or do you have predictions? Well, we don't find out until the series finale, right? Well, yeah, sort of. Confirmed, right? It's confirmed. Yes, it's absolutely 100% said blah, blah, blah is Gossip Girl in the finale. <laughs> right. But, but do until we the, get there. Does the audience find out before them? I don't know. Okay. So then I'm going to say no because, yes, we're getting closer, but we have so far to go. Mm-hmm. Right, that we do. at this point, it's like, you know, I actually, I have my feelings and my predictions but I just feel that my predictions aren't truly any kind of truth okay well I can understand (laughs) yeah yeah she said um episode MVP she has is Jenny she gave Blair a heads up about Gossip Girl knowing about her and Jack and now she is queen episode shittiest I really didn't have a shittiest but I guess Padge for sort of being hurtful to Serena at the graduation celebration at the Vanderwoodson house her season two MVP, Jenny. She feels like she completely turned herself around in season two. Season two shittiest is Chair. They will, they won't, and season two is a bit much. Favorite season two subplots is Lily adopting Chuck to save him from Jack, the Lily and Rufy love child search, and the Valley Girl pilot plot. Her least favorite season two subplots are Gabriel and Poppy, Nate and Blair, Padge and Miss Carr. And then she gave me three gossip words. And also she said that she made her glass full of gossip titled The Graduate, which is adorable. And she put in, uh, she said, I use bourbon instead of wa- of whiskey rye since bourbon is typically stored in oak barrels. And they go to the oak bar at the end of the episode to meet up with Gossip Girl. Love cute. that. Cute. Right? Cute. How creative. I posted on Instagram for you guys to post whatever you wanted to talk about for season two. So we have Michael Dell underscore Vasso says favorite moments of season two are any sad scenes. 
Worst moments, the whole Miss Carr plot. Favorite episode is a tie between Valley Girls and Seder anything. Mm. Grace.Borgia says, MVP is Blair. I thought she went through a lot with the Yale rejection and Serena's queen takeover and helping Chuck with his father's passing. So she wins for the season. My favorite episode was either the snowflake ball one or the finale. I'm a huge chair shipper. Or the Hamptons one because everyone looks so good at the white party. Favorite character this season was Cyrus. After Blair, of course, I didn't know how Chuck treated Blair during his grieving stage. And Nate is just Nate. Favorite storyline was by far Blair getting rejected from Yale. And I think it humbled her and hopefully taught her a lesson. I think it did. Hopefully. Yeah. We have Elena Noel photo says, Hey guys, my season two MVP was a tie between Blair and Jenny because they both grew as people a lot over the season. I love the age of dissonance as a theater kid myself. It was so fun to see everyone in a play. Plus the Chuck storyline in the episode is so bizarre and mysterious. Totally a classic gossip girl episode. Of course, Cyrus and Dorota are the best. I really love how Blair came to love Cyrus. One of the reasons she is my MVP also really loved Jenny's fashion arc. It's frustrating at times, but I love seeing characters work at what they are passionate about. The designs are a bit cringe now, but shows the earlier 2000s aesthetic, which I love. Also enjoyed the college admission storyline. I think it really put Blair in her place. Season 2 is probably my favorite season of Gossip Girl, so I have a lot of favorites. Absolutely have loved this show and your podcast. Oh, Thank thanks. you. Okay, we also got a few emails. Okay, so Lisa Delore uh, sent us an email, and I wanted to read her recent thoughts. So she said, she says, I didn't really enjoy the whole jail storyline. It seemed completely unnecessary. I did enjoy the flashbacks for Lily, though, and hello, Andrew McCarthy as her dad. I am interested to see how she ends up as a Vander Woodson since the whole, since the one we met at the party was a total dick. I still stand by Nate being the worst, and Gossip Girl was right, a total whore. <laughs> maybe I'm Gossip Girl since I just said that last... Maybe I'm Gossip Girl since in my last email I just said that. While I understand your logic for him wanting to make his family happy and taking the internship, he was pretty terrible to Vanessa and then to Blair, and thank God that didn't last. Glad Rufus and Lily finally got their shot together. Super cute. I'm rooting for Chuck and Blair, but hopefully they don't keep breaking up for the next four seasons since I also think that they are endgame. Love seeing Georgina again. Hilarious. Interested to see what happens in season three with her and Blair at NYU. Further reinforcement that Dan is Gossip Girl. Gossip Girl said Serena is irrelevant, which is pretty much what Dan said when they were talking about how they won't be friends next year. True. Okay. I think that's it. Other than I wanted to say I finally joined the network. That's all for now. Happy stream night, Lisa. Thank, Thank you, you so Lisa. much, Lisa. We're so excited to have you as a patron. Going over to Michaela, she sent us an email. She says, hey, girls, shorter than my other one, but I'm finding these fun to do. Added my season two overall thoughts at the end since I've officially caught up on the podcasts. Stream of consciousness as I watched. The Minions graduation getups are ridiculous. <laughs> Why would you add more fabric and belts to a graduation gown? They're already hot and awful. hundred <laughs> percent. So true. Serena's tassels sans mortar board looks dumb. Cute bow doesn't save it. 
Blair had a lot of layers for her graduation. Lots of layers, but cute. I still don't get the neon tights thing. Blair's party dress. I don't get it. Pretty, but I don't get it. I don't get many of Blair's fashion choices. <laughs> Dregs of Dumbo. I'm standing right here. Why is Nate the voice of reason? Nelly Yuki, I can't. Dan's not that much of a catch. Pretty sure you're just drunk. <laughs> <laughs> Were there any last-minute secrets you wanted to get off your chest your senior year? My class had only eight kids, small Catholic school, and seven of us went out to dinner one night. We had all known each other for seven to 12 years at that point. Wow. Lots of stuff came out that night. Wow, I bet it did. That's amazing. I'd love to be a fly on the wall. Right? Me too. She said, would it have been better if Blair had told Chuck about the New Year's Eve before Gossip Girl? Uh, eh, it doesn't matter. I don't matter. think it would have changed his mind. It doesn't mind matter. doesn't matter. <laughs> Why do all these older women date Nate? I just don't understand. Is it because he's lost and moldable? Yes. Isn't that too much work when you're old? Uh, agreed. Totally, Way Michaela. too much. You want Ugh. someone who like is aloof and like... Well, I guess that is neat. I don't know. She says, no more headbands except this one. Do room requests work one-sided like that? I know at my school, New York but not a SUNY, both parties had to request in order to room if any requests were going to be honored. Um, I didn't go away to school, so I can't vouch for that. Same. But I'm assuming the other person's going to have to agree agree to that. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Her season two MVP was Chuck. Lots of growth, even if he waited until the last possible second to admit it. Season two favorite episode, Valley Girls. Loved seeing Lily's story. Season two favorite side character, Cyrus. He just makes me smile. Most enjoyable season two storyline, Catherine, Nate, and Blair, the Lord. It's just so ridiculous. That's all I got. Stay safe and sane. Thank Thank you. you, Um, I am so excited that Letitia Tish, our OC trivia correspondent, has emailed us for Gossip Girl. She says, season two, the goodbye Gossip Girl. Hey, ladies, sorry for the long email. It's your OC trivia correspondent here. Mm -hmm. I'm finally on the Gossip Girl train. It's going to be a fun journey because for the first time, I'm going to be a newbie. Well, kind of due to pop culture, I know some things, but still I'm excited to join Michelle on this journey. I decided that after I caught up, I wouldn't binge as hard as it is. I watched season one when it aired, but fell off the wagon partway through season two. I decided to pick up in season two where I remember leaving off. I'm fully caught up with the episodes. I'm listening to the new pod episodes and slowly working my way through through the back catalog. I have some thoughts about season two. Why does every team drama do the teacher-student storyline? Although when I was in high school, this did kind of happen. One of the boys from the hockey team dated a teacher's daughter, and then they broke up because of the proximity to the teacher. Throughout his relationship with her daughter, they slowly began a relationship. There was a whole sex tape scandal, but because the administration could never get a hold of the tape... He was over 18. She was put on an administrative leave and then was able to come back the following semester because the school couldn't improve anything, but still it was odd. Oh, my God. Whoa. Imagine I would not be able to, like, show my face at no. the same school. 
She said, what is up with this Bart secret society? Is that going to come back around? Illuminati. Right? Isn't Aaron Blair's stepbrother? So where the hell is he? Right. Thank you. (laughs) Those are all questions. On to comments and observations. Vanessa and Chuck didn't see that coming. It's so weird seeing stars before they were famous, Army Hammer and Sebastian Stan. I thought it was so interesting that No Doubt was in Valley Girls. They have been around forever, and they have even had an appearance on Dawson's Creek in 2002, which means they managed to stay culturally relevant for two separate generations of teen dramas. That's so true. Pretty sweet. Yeah. Totally unrelated. But kind of related in 223, you mentioned Anna Delvey, and I hadn't heard of her till early, earlier this year when my aunt mentioned a podcast called Fake Heiress, which tells her story. Mm-hmm. Now on to the go- Goodbye Gossip Girl thoughts. You guys are right. It did kind of feel like a serious finale. I actually enjoyed this episode because we finally addressed the elephant in the room, Gossip Girl. Interestingly enough, this is the second highest rated episode on IMDb with only the series finale surpassing it. There was a lot of headbands in this episode. I counted something like 17, but I could be wrong. Although having Gossip Girl just be this server that stores and collects gossip and it post seemed like a little cheap way out, but we were left with the question who actually sorts through the stuff and sends out the blast. Although I was super happy that Rufus and Lily decided to get engaged, did they they actually solve any of the reasons and problems why Rufus didn't initially propose? I have plenty of thoughts and feels about Chuck and Blair. It was sweet that they ended up together, but it was a lot of back and forth for not. Why didn't Chuck just say it when he had countless opportunities? Blair was fully ready to to move on, get a fresh start, but Chuck had to be so dramatic. And yes, it was sweet that he got all of her favorite items from around the world, but it still just felt like a lot of unnecessary drama. Yep. But yes, I get it. I mean, we're watching a teen drama after all. Anyway, I digress. I'm interested to see how the Scott thing turns out. Is he going to be a new character next season? Also, is Emma going to be a new character? I have a couple of questions. In terms of fashion, I really like Jenny's dress at the grad brunch luncheon and also love Blair's skirt and shirt, not the jacket, when she says bye to Serena. My MVP goes to Serena for actually wanting to take down Gossip Girl, even though her reasons were very self-serving. I'm sorry Dan is my shittiest. The way he acted to Serena and the fact that everyone is right, he did act like he was above everyone, but he really is just like them. Anyway, thank you for bearing with me. I'm excited for this journey. Regards, Tish. I'm excited for your journey, too. Thanks, Tish. I'm so glad that you're with me. Yeah, so now out of our patrons, Vic and uh, Tish are newbies like you. So So I'm excited for you guys to watch the show. Same. Love that. Oh, we also had a review that I wanted to read before I forget. Yay! Yeah, I'm very excited. It's from... No names available, 273-45927. Five stars, great podcast. They say, I have been listening to these girls since Treehill Talk and now listen to all of their shows. I even recently became a Patreon subscriber for a extra bonus for extra bonus content. These girls are super entertaining and I love listening to this show. Thank you. Who are you? Yes. <laughs> Thank you so much. You can tell us in private. I won't tell anyone else. But Please, Gossip Girl, tell us. <laughs> <laughs> right? You gossip girl. Yeah, so that's all of our questions and comments. Thank you so Thanks, much guys. to everyone who submitted. Yeah, I loved reading all that. 
Okay, so let's go into our actual segments, fashion and headbands. I tallied up 19. I had 17. Yeah, it was, it was a lot in this episode. Yeah, there was just a headband everywhere, and I'm like, am I counting twice? Am I not counting enough? Right, I know. I'm like, is that the same headband? Not sure. Um, what else did you like? Um, I liked Serena's cuff bracelet when she was at breakfast with Blair. And I like Vanessa's earrings as well. Yeah. I liked Serena's black sequin dress that she wore at Nate's oh, party. Oh, love that. that. she looked really good in that. <laughs> like, really freaking good in that. I liked Vanessa's neon jacket she wore to that party. She is the queen of neon. She looks good in it. Yeah, she really does. And plus, her skin is so, like, olivey and oh, tan. She looks really beautiful. good in everything. Mm-hmm. Um. I have to disagree and really like I really liked Blair's lacy dress with that flower belt with the slip underneath yeah. the headband. I loved that whole get up. I know some people didn't like it, but I really liked that. I love Nellie Yuki's glasses at the party. She's always on point. Were they purple? They're just go purple or pink. Yeah. She just she's always on point with her glasses. Her fashion her glasses fashion is great. Um, I did like Jenny's blue strapless dress at graduation as well. I thought that was really beautiful. Like something you don't really see a lot. Mm -hmm. Like it had velvet almost on it with a zipper. I just, I loved that. Oh, I loved Blair's neon shoes. She had a neon yellow. Mm -hmm. I actually liked Serena's like tribal print tank top at the end. Yeah. That looked good on her too. Gotta make a mention to the tassel and Serena's hair. What the? I mean, f- I mean, it was like a piece of it spaghetti is like in her an hair. Ongoing thing on Twitter. People tweet about this all of the time. It makes me laugh so much. Actually, Jillian on It Takes Three, she messaged up. She messaged us like a BuzzFeed article or something, posting about this stupid tassel and Serena's Doesn't hair. it looks like, like a piece of spaghetti is stuck in her hair? <laughs> it just. It's so bad. But I get it. It's so Serena. It's so Serena. Like, who do you think you are? Oh, because you don't. And then, ugh. It just <laughs> goes with the whole, and then she, the blast goes out, and then she's irrelevant. I don't want to be irrelevant. Look, I have spaghetti in my hair as my tassel. <laughs> like, give me a break. Put your fucking cap on. This only happens once a year. I mean, once right? in a lifetime, not once a year, but. Once in a lifetime. Well, yeah. I mean, unless you graduate from college or no whatever, but high but like, school graduation no, high school, it's huge and everybody else is wearing their cap you can't wear your right? freaking Even cap Blair herself come on I know. I know not a fan same uh we'll go into quotes yes I love when Cyrus said dating at our age not enough marry before it's too late look at us so civilized mate mm-hmm. Serena Vanderwoodson here's looking at you I thought we were matching headbands under our caps. And take off that hideous scarf. You can see it from space. (laughs) Bring me your leader. Or bring me to your leader. Bring me to your leader, yeah. Who cares who he tells if he doesn't tell me? Drinks on me. (laughs) I laughed and rolled my eyes. I'm like, oh, all the underage drinks are on you, Serena. It's like getting a smile from the president. I kind of miss high school. I'll appear to you like Obi-Wan. Haven't you guys ever heard of a foreign queen? Oh, soup dumplings. <laughs> <laughs> the way she, Penelope said that, I just laughed out loud. Yeah. Forget boys. Keep your eyes on the prize. Hmm. 
I love when Jenny says to Eric, apparently you dye your hair. Oh, yeah. <laughs> He's just, everyone's like laughing. Like, yeah, Eric's had a bunch of hair colors so far on this season. He really has. Well, before we announce our MVP for this episode, I wanted to tell everyone our final count for MVP of season two. So Michelle had Jenny and Blair tied for MVP of the season. Both had four votes. And I apparently followed the trend I did last season and had a three-way tie. (laughs) Um, Jenny, Blair, and Lily I had all tied for MVP with four votes. Nice. So it's safe to say, I guess we both agree on Jenny and Blair for sure. Surprising to me. I don't know, after recapping all the bullshit that we just talked about, but, like, the heart wants what it wants, you know? Yes. Yes. (laughs) But we will go into our MVP for this finale episode. Yep. Three, two, two, one. one. Gossip Girl. (laughs) You said Gossip Girl? Sure did. (laughs) You own this episode, bitch. (laughs) She sure does. She sure does. I just like how she schooled everyone in the last scene when they were in the bar. And she was like, oh, please. You think you own me? You think you can get me, Serena Vanderwoodson? I'll show you. (laughs) And I'm coming to college. Yeah, she's so smart. Love it. Uh, I chose Lily because, as I've been saying this entire season, she keeps owning up to her faults and she's not afraid to really confront anyone about her wrongdoings. She just owns them. And she wanted to celebrate with Rufus, even though, you know, they were going through a little rough patch there. And really since the beginning of the show, she's been trying to change. So this makes Lily my clear winner for season two MVP with five votes. So Lily is my season two MVP. And yours will be a tie between Jenny and Blair, which is great. And it's funny that you kept the Jenny train into season two. Yep. Shittiest. (laughs) Yeah, I... Well, yeah. I kind of struggled with this one, to be honest. Me too, but I just went with, like, my initial gut and my reasoning might be skewed, but oh well. (laughs) All right. I'm just going to go with my gut and I'll probably regret it. Okay. Three, two, two one. one, Serena. <laughs> Serena, totally. She's totally. so annoying. <laughs> I just, I know. I get that she wants to take down Gossip Girl and she doesn't, because she says it's because she doesn't want to be irrelevant, but then she says, well, no, I just don't want this to happen for the next class. But it's like it's such it's coming from such a selfish place. Yeah, I totally agree. And if you just let it go. But I but also she is in the limelight and there are paparazzis looking at her and Blair leaving breakfast as she's about to graduate. So I have to take that into consideration and I don't want to seem like I'm mocking them. But hey, listen, I am kind of. So (laughs) this is our podcast. Yeah, I just I don't know. I Serena is my shittiest. I think that's a great choice. I, for some reason, picked Chuck. Great answer. Because, yeah. Yeah. I feel like, why must we still play the game? Like, then he was mad at Serena for provoking Gossip Girl mm-hmm. when it's like, you were just 
pretty much projecting the fact that you didn't want to own up to anything. And, like, then that's how you tell Blair you love her. Like, I would have had him get on his fucking knees and, like, beg to death and have tears in his eyes and say, like, I love you, please take me back kind of thing. Like, no. It's just always when he's, it's on his time. It's on his turn. He has to be in control. And I'm, I'm just not into Chuck. Same. And like, and then, you know what, to add to it, I don't know why I keep going back to this point, but like, as soon as he found out Blair was single, he immediately wanted to sleep with her before they even talk. Like, y'all need to talk. You have not said like anything of meaning well, in the last year. Blair knows the only way she could get him close to saying that is to get his dick talking first. Right. And isn't that pathetic? Yes. <laughs> yes, it is. It's super frustrating. Right. I totally, totally agree. Guys, this was me. This is me at 31. Me at 19. I can't believe I would, I don't understand how these words would come out of my mouth. But watching this all these years later, chair is just, it's just not it, guys. It's just not it. No. I don't care how much he will redeem himself or how much she will redeem herself. I just, it's going to take a long journey for me to accept them as like, I don't know, like normal or something that like I look forward to Or just to a couple in television that you love. When I think of, there's so right. many couples in my favorite TV shows that you're like, oh, I love them. Or I, I can't imagine me being like, yeah, chair. They're up there right. with, I don't know, like Jim and Pam. and right. No one comes close to that. Yeah, no, I, I don't know why they came to my mind first. <laughs> well, because they're like, when you think of like a couple on TV, it's Jim and Pam. It just is. But yeah, yeah. I mean, in my opinion, or like Monica and Chandler. Monica and Chandler. I love them too. Yeah. There's a lot of couples I love. And I what I'm there trying to say is, I don't know if I'm yeah. going to say I love Chair at the end. I hope so. Same. I hope I'm eating my words podcast me listeners too. i i hope i'm eating my words too. and i hope they can mock me and be like well michelle remember when you did this and i'll be like yeah <laughs> right i mean look we were it took us a really long time to get on the brook train i know so long and she's i love her and i live for but brooke she ended up being my favorite character did she she was your favorite i mean one of them definitely high up there yeah but it's yeah, I mean, I know we gotta just just gotta take it day by day, and I guess like people people are human, they make mistakes. Yeah, but they Chuck act is shitty. Like, I know. I could see Blair because there are times when Blair was my MVP, and she's entertaining, and you love her one lines. But the Chuck, I'm like, eh, I know, no. And there are people like even my sister or Jess, like people who have watched this show a lot and grew up watching it. Even at this point, they're saying how tired they are of this same right. repetitive bullshit. Right. So let's hope the writers just keep on keeping on. Wait, and... have you seen season three? Yes, I've seen all of season okay. three. Okay. Yeah. Um, past that, though, I haven't. Cool. So I've seen here and there and what I've heard throughout the years. So past season three, it's a new show, guys. That's ins- I'm excited. That's really actually. exciting, actually. Yeah. yeah. I mean, obviously, I'll have to know what happens, yeah. which is fine by me, but yeah. um, I'm excited for that. Yeah. Anyway, I wanted to actually remind all of our listeners of some really shitty people we spoke about this past season. In no particular order, 
We have Laurel. Remember her? She worked with Eleanor. <laughs> I, I love Laurel's hair. Oh, my God. Me, too. Um, we dubbed Nate for shittiest. Catherine. Penelope, of course. Blair and Serena were shitty. Eleanor. Aaron. Elizabeth Boardman. Agnes. Jenny. Howie. Dan. Jack. Rachel. And Keith Vanderwoodson. <laughs> Keith Vanderwoodson. Keith Vanderwoodson. So for funsies, I wanted to give our main six plus Vanessa their season two superlatives. So we went off a list that I will link in the description below. Um, but Michelle and I tallied them up beforehand. So we will reveal our picks for season two. Yes. So, we can start with Blair. Sure. What'd you pick? I did best facial expressions or best comebacks. I chose most outspoken. Ooh, that's a good one. Chuck, I had worst case of senioritis. That's a really good one. I put biggest prankster. Yeah. Dan, I really patted myself on the back for this one. I put teacher's pet. (laughs) I put most likely to be found studying in the library. Yeah, that's totally true. Jenny, I actually put as most ambitious. I put most artistic. Yeah, that's that works with that, too. Nate, I put class heartthrob slash most likely to be on catfish. I chose best smile. Yeah, he's got a great smile. Serena, I picked as most gullible. I chose best hair. She's got great hair. And Vanessa, I picked most likely to travel the world. And I chose most unique. Yeah, I almost went with that, too. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so if you guys want to check out this list, I posted it below. Uh, Had graduating seniors, so I felt like it was apropos for the episode. Um, I think we can go into Patron of the Week. Yay! It's Patron of the Week. It's Patron of the Week. It's This week, I have our three new patrons, the noobs. They are Carmen, Lisa, and Jason. We're so excited to have you guys come into the network. We can't wait to get to know you. We thank you for being here. We can't wait to get to know why you came to the network. So please reach out to us. We would love to talk about everything It Takes Three and what you guys are enjoying. So thank you so much for Come into the fam. Thank you. So at this point, I will give you the title for the first episode of season three. Okay. And three gossip Ooh, words. Ooh, okay. Yeah. Three gossip words. So the title for episode one of season three is Reversals of Fortune. Mm. And the three gossip words I chose were tabloid rival pairings okay i really wanted to give you three gossip words for like the entire season but honestly it's like the same three gossip words i would use for any given season of (laughs) gossip girl which is like powers lies and scandals because like that's gossip girl Mm -hmm. but 
I would love for you, you can tell me what you think is going to happen in the first episode, or you can even go crazy and tell me what you think is going to happen for the entire season. Maybe like spit out some of your random thoughts of what you think could happen. Well, I think, I think Chair is going to have a good summer, but I think once college starts, there's going to be some drama. Mm -hmm. Uh, This whole Scott situation, maybe, maybe, okay, is Patch, Patch is going to NYU, I'm assuming he's going to live at home. He said he's actually staying at the dorm. He is, perfect. I hope Scott is his roommate. Oh. I hope Scott is his dorm buddy, and then Blair's dorm buddy will be Georgina. Mm-hmm. So that'll be a little fun pairing and rival right there. I think Scott is going to weasel his way in. Like I said earlier, it's going to get weird and kind of creepy and kind of stalkerish, but <laughs> won't know it till it's too late. Um, Rufy and Lily, I'm excited. I know I thought that they wouldn't end up together, but I'm hoping they do end up together. And I hope that maybe we just ride this engagement for a little while and we don't rush into marriage. Mm, okay. Jenny, everybody says she's the worst. And everybody says that this is the end of good Jenny. So I'm assuming we go downhill from here. So she's going to become Queen Bee. And even though she wants to change the way things are, Things don't change, so perhaps she's still going to end up like a bitch, which is going to cause big issues at home and big issues with Eric. Mm -hmm. Like create a wedge and a divide. And Serena will be off at Brown, so she's the only one out of state. So now I'm thinking maybe she doesn't actually go to Brown and she stays in New York because how the hell are we going to do this? Right. It's just, you know what I mean? Like everybody else is in New York. Oh, I know. I, I know, know you know. But, <laughs> I, like, are, how are we going to – is she going to come home on the weekends? We're going to see, like, a little bit of the new season three character that Mike is really excited about. Is that the buddy at Brown? I don't know. Okay. What Do you think uh, Serena and Carter will progress anywhere? Yeah, but I think this father stuff is going to maybe – continue into the summer where we left off and then maybe that delays her going to college because she's wrapped up with her dad's stuff like I just don't see her going to Brown actually okay because I just don't know story-wise how we're gonna do this if the other kids were going away I'd be like all right but the fact that everybody's staying in New York no besides her right it doesn't make sense and I don't know how this would occur so maybe she's not going to go because something's her dad's going to come or maybe their their dad's actually dead and they find out not dead but he's going to die cuz the uncle comes, right? No, we do see the dad. What did you say last week? That Keith We we do meet the dad. We meet okay, him. but Keith was the uncle, right? He's an uncle. Okay. So maybe the dad's going to show up and then Lily's going to be like, "Oh my god, what are you doing here? Are they actually divorced?" They are. Yeah, they're divorced. Okay. So, yeah, I'm I'm very curious to see where what he's doing and that's good that Carter was helping, I guess. He's such a weird sketchy guy. I know, right? He's such an interesting character because like he doesn't seem all that bad, but he also doesn't seem all that yeah. good and you're like yeah. where does he stand? But he's also really cute, so you're like, "Okay, it's fine." <laughs> yeah. And then Chuck is just going to you know, I guess 
kind of elevate fast because he's going to have to work for the company. Chess, mm-hmm. uh, Bass Industries. I don't see him right. going to college either. So, well, I guess he won't have to. Right. But again, that's like everybody's in New York but Serena. Mm-hmm. So right. I can't wait for Gossip Girl to report on what Serena's been doing all <laughs> summer, trying to find mm-hmm. her father, her father resurfacing, and Serena actually not going to Brown. Mm-hmm. You're making some great, pretty warm tradition uh, traditions. <laughs> <laughs> predictions. Thank you. Um, they're great. So if you had to predict now that we have learned so much about her, who do you think Gossip Girl could be? So my initial reaction was Penelope because when all the blasts were happening, if you looked at her face, she was so amused. <laughs> but I don't want to give her that much credit, so I'm going to say Patch. Okay. Yeah. He's behind all of this. Because his insults were not that bad. Like what they said about him? Yeah. Yeah, that's true. I like, right. It's not anything awful, really. And he has been closely connected. And the whole Chuck and Vanessa sleeping together, like, Padge is the one who knew that. That's true. He seems to be the only one who knows that. It's like unless Padge is keeping a journal and he writes everything he hears <laughs> and then Jenny's reading it and Jenny's actually Gossip Girl. Mm. Maybe that. Good thoughts. But Good thoughts. I'll go with Padge. That's great. I would like to share with you and everyone who got the most votes for Gossip Girl or working for Gossip Girl this season. <laughs> I know I chose a ghost at one point, right? <laughs> you did. The winner at in no surprise comes to be Penelope. She's a bitch. As a five-time she offender. Sucks. Yeah. Yeah. We actually had Poppy coming in a close second with three votes, and then you had Jenny and Rachel tied as Gossip Girl twice. Yeah, I loved when I saw so. Rachel was it. Was yeah, good. right? Was, she would have been good. Yeah. <laughs> But Penelope is her. It's she's a five time offender, and you really you had it out for her this season. I still have it out for her. <laughs> oh, do we see the minions? Or are they gone? No, they're not gone. What? Um, How? They're not unbelievable. You mean that Blair surrounds herself with these people on the weekends, or is it Jenny? Uh, that's insane to me. Mm, yeah. Okay. They're not on the island. They're not, but they're not like used. Yeah. Got it. You know? Got it. So. Well, any final season two thoughts? Did you have a favorite storyline besides Valley Girls? I know we both really enjoyed that. I guess overall I really enjoyed Lily. Yeah, me too. And she has become my favorite character. Uh, I loved her growth. And I enjoyed Jenny. Yeah, me too. I seriously enjoyed Jenny, and I really enjoyed Vanessa. Yeah, oh my god, I love Vanessa. Totally. I know, and all those people out there are probably crazed, but also, I mean, I have mentioned this, like, there are people who didn't like them, but listen to our podcast and are like, all right, we understand why they are, you know, better than I imagined them or remembered them to be. Right. So same, because I remembered them to be pretty shitty. Yeah. (laughs) At least not now they aren't. Um, I know we have a ways to go with their characters. Maybe but. we could be the podcast network that makes the the ones that are 
misrepresented, like shown in a new light. Love that. Oh, I love you that. You know, like we, yeah. we're pro Marissa Cooper. <laughs> we're pro Vanessa. We're pro Jenny. We're pro Probably Vanessa too early to say that because people keep saying Jenny gets bad. But I know. Listen, I thought Marissa Cooper got bad and she didn't. So she didn't, guys. Let's see what happens. Right? Let's see what happens there. Yeah. Yeah. I know. And I mean, I'm trying to think of there was an opinion about people on One Tree Hill that we went against but i don't i think it just took us some time to develop the characters that people loved yeah and so we ended up loving them too i don't think there really was an awful person that like each week we're like oh my god the only one that i was like (laughs) oh maybe they'll get better was rachel and she never did and i still stand by i the probably the character i like the least yeah, I know. She never, we always thought she was going to get there, and she never did. Never did. Never yeah. did. It's true. Yeah. Oh, well. So that's where we leave, you guys. Um, we will be back shortly. Uh, we're going to take a little break, but we will be back with season three. If you want to reach out to us, we are Three Gossip Girls Pod everywhere. You can send us an email at threegossipgirlspod at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you guys, um, and we hope that you're looking forward to season three, because we are. I am, for sure. Yeah. Uh, we're going off to college. Yay! <laughs> you know you love us. XOXO. Gossip, Gossip Girls. Girls.